Welcome to Popcorn Restaurant. I'm Jordan Wold. I'm here with Maggie Kalkane and Brad Biteman. Uh Brad's currently getting roasted. I was getting yelled at in the popcorn. Zoom, so we started recording. Because, okay, so last week we were we were all very enthused about the idea of one of us making a popcorn for this week. Mm-hmm. I believe it was even Brad's idea to alternate off who makes it each week. Mm-hmm. Brad said we he would go first. <laughs> well, the original idea was we all do it every week. What, do you think you're the one in your heart of hearts it. that would ever happen? You promised. Did you I promise? Did. You promised last week. We have it recorded. It's in the episode. You said, I'll go first. I'll make a popcorn for next week. And then you come in today with no popcorn. And your idea for next week is that you go buy some from the store. I think, look, it's such a good premise. We should stretch it out by first buying, well, first not doing it, second buying popcorn, then we make Why it. would we buy popcorn? <laughs> because it's there. <laughs> anyone can buy popcorn. Anyone, yeah. I mean, I don't think anyone's going to be better at making popcorn than me, but I haven't done it yet. Okay, what if we have a special coming up where we all make popcorn? And then depending on how that goes from there, we regularly, not necessarily every week, we regularly have someone make popcorn and talk okay. about it. Does that seem so, like so a good middle ground? Week, we will make popcorn. Maggie has begun to look a little more nervous. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's gonna happen. Oh, yeah. It has to now. I'm gonna write it on my to-do list right now. Make so popcorn. am I. Make popcorn. And I have to make it? I don't understand the question. <laughs> I, I'm totally going to then. Popcorn. <laughs> Just writing popcorn. <laughs> Great. Are Great. you sure you, you guys won't get confused and just think it means we're recording next Thursday? This is for we sure what will. I put in my calendar for this, no, so it will I, be confusing. Yeah. I wrote it in my list of things you can do. So I had to make a list of things I could do so I don't forget. <laughs> so it's not a to-do list. It's a able to-do list. That's yeah, exactly. Because like, I feel like if you're depressed in quarantine, you start thinking, oh, there's nothing to do. Yeah. I, mm-hmm. I should just lay here. But it's like, well, I can make some popcorn. Yeah. yeah and I, I made will. one of those lists. It's really nice. Guys, I got some really good movie theater news what um what you know the the news is always bad but okay in aberdeen south dakota where the Mm -hmm. main theater is a shitty nine screen uh that's just being left to decay by amc they labeled it an amc classic so they could just leave it there to rot some a different company has bought out that theater because they want to actually renovate it and put in recliners and a new menu. And they said, since there aren't going to be any movies coming out for a while, we thought this would be the perfect time to renovate the theater and get new sound and video quality in there. So that's, uh, you know, it's a new theater that's happening, basically. Um, And that's only happening because a few months ago, a different theater chain announced that they were going to build an eight-screen theater in Aberdeen. So they got this theater to up their game and now they're going back and forth. And this town that previously had one shitty nine screen theater and a one screen indie will now have a pretty good nine screen, a pretty good eight screen and a one screen indie. So good news. 
Okay. Oh, that's, that's amazing. something. Ads, they, they're showing a confidence in movie theaters having business soon or eventually, which is something. No one's doing yeah. that. It's surprising because so many of them are going to come out. So many theaters are going to just be completely closed by the end of this pandemic. And this random town is just going the complete other way. Uh, I think they maybe just don't know what the trends are. That's possible. Works for me. Don't you dare tell them. Don't play them this podcast. I would never. Jordan, your weekly rolled this week broke my heart. I'm I'm sorry. Uh, this week, for those who don't subscribe, I just talked about the things that I miss. In how many theaters. listeners of this do you think do not subscribe <laughs> to your newsletter? Because yeah, I imagine it's mostly cross. So like, how dare they not? I would imagine they're not sold anyone, on this. Like they're people who i think listen to this who know you guys who don't know me as well those people don't oh sure you know that is possible i will give you i don't think it's many but (laughs) i think a few people yeah i know a lot of the same people as you it's true yeah that's fine um did you guys see my tweet about when i worked at amc oh no Um, oh my gosh i was tweeting last night late last night about uh my very first day working at AMC back in 2013 when <laughs> me and my coworker Cassandra had to clean up a diarrhea explosion. <laughs> and it was just like one of the craziest things I've ever had to do. And it was my first day. Was there ever anything you had to do like that afterwards at AMC or was that the worst of it? That was by far the worst of it. AMC, I, well, I was thinking last night, I kind of want to go back to working at AMC when things calm down. I don't know that you do. I'm excited to find out if that will be true. I want to go back to working at a movie theater. I want to give up and just chill. Oh, I see that you've you've almost promised that you're going to do that in another tweet. I'm going to go back to working at AMC. I feel you can calm. get us into free movies all the time at AMCs. That'd be this cool. That'd be pretty saying, sweet. Like, there's benefits for everyone. The moment AMC's back, we rob them blind and don't pay them the money that will keep them in business. I love it. Why not? You and won't you know, get paid well. No, <laughs> no, I mean, I'll get paid minimum wage, but... You know, like, you don't have to do anything. You just, like, sure. give people tickets, scoop popcorn, like, wear yeah. your black sneakers, clean up a diarrhea explosion. Just everybody. one, though. You get free soda, free popcorn. I don't see the problem. The AMC you worked at, was that the AMC Lowe's in No, Boston? I worked no. at an AMC in New Jersey. Oh. And it was, like, a fancy AMC yeah. with recliners and stuff. One of the, the red first, ones, probably. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it, it was one of the first because it was like back, back then. Well, <sighs> wow! Can't wait. It's gonna be great. It will be great. They will be back. They have to at some point. Even if they go out of business right after, they'll be back for a second. I'm gonna see every movie. AMC got. They got some cash floated for the next like 18 months. So oh, they're great. Granted, they need to start crushing it the moment theaters yes. can come back but uh, uh, i can't wait wait guys i need to take a bathroom break really quick that's fine we'll okay, bang. Yeah. okay brad real yeah, quick we should talk about this quick. okay real okay. quick okay we're gonna get into the kissing booth in a bit of course. but first what do you think 
It is the longest movie in the world. <laughs> I thought at first, like, this isn't even as interesting as the last one. It's just bad. But then by the end, I have, like, two full pages of notes. So it, like, it is so crazy. I did ultimately enjoy it, but it took me almost three days to watch it. I, I enjoyed it quite a bit less than the first one. It is I, objectively not as crazy. <laughs> because yeah. they sort of took some of the notes. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. um... The reviews yeah. were stronger this time around. I think yeah. it got a 23 on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> you gotta give it that. Uh-huh. What's so interesting about it is that it, I think the reason it's so long is that so much stuff happens and none of it has to do with any of the other stuff. Mm-hmm. It like just keeps building outward and doesn't really connect to anything until the very end. So they were just kind of stuck with all these plots. and And then even at the end, there's so many of the outtakes are deleted scenes. So how mm-hmm. much footage did they film? I don't know. The The credits were very much like spoof movie credits. Yes. Where there's just alts. It's crazy. They were, yeah. And they had like outtakes the way that like a kid's home movie would mm-hmm. have them for like a long time. Um, it's a real throwback to several things I don't really miss. <laughs> What what college do you think Elle goes to at the end? That's such a good question. I my instinct is to say that they don't even know yet, but they again have filmed the it. third one. But maybe that we don't find out until four or five. Um, I mean, she. <laughs> uh, I, I I. It is tough because they've set themselves up where they'll like just not have some of the characters in it. Because if she goes to Berkeley, they basically have to redo the plot of this one with the long distance thing with Noah. Yeah. So, I mean, or if she goes to Harvard, they'll have the long distance friendship angle yeah. with her and Lee. But I feel like no one cares about that. So I don't know. Yeah. And also, they'll have to be in more scenes together after the af- after the actors broke up, which mm-hmm. it doesn't seem like anyone's too excited about. Because they are so barely in the movie together. <laughs> yeah, they only broke up like three months before, yeah, like in between filming the two. Um, Why is it filmed in South Africa? Do we have I any have, information on that? I have no idea. It doesn't seem possible for that to be cheaper, but that must be the only reason. <gasps> Hey. hey. <laughs> That's okay. We're talking kissing booth, which we'll oh. get back to shortly. We don't want to spoil because... too much for you. No. Before we, we spoil everything. It's okay. it's an incredible yeah. film. Um but other movie theater news real quick. Mulan is going straight to Disney Plus, but you have to pay 30 bucks to watch it. That's so, so crazy. <laughs> it's insane. So if you don't have Disney Plus, already and you want to sign up to watch Mulan you have to pay like 37 bucks That's I crazy. just don't get it like who who can no like just do that? Isn't, aren't people just gonna wait yeah and like it's not even like oh you could get a group of friends together and you could right. all split the it one thing you like, can't do is but, do you think it like do they think it's that good? Like, is or are they just the movie that they have? Like, is it like how um, 
didn't the uh the, the new Candyman director get hired for some Marvel movie and now people are like well that m- movie must be good though. yeah she got hired for uh Captain Marvel too mm-hmm. um yes 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 but with Mulan I don't I think they had the premiere already because they had the premiere right before That's all right. the lockdowns happened um and reception seemed to be that it's not amazing but it's like solid mm-hmm. so I don't know I feel like they're probably just so rich they they don't know how money works. That's so possible. Thirty bucks. Because they've also <laughs> lost so much money on the theme parks this year, but they still. Yeah. I mean, you know, when you lose like a billion dollars, it's hard to tell how much thirty dollars is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're. I mean, they're fine. They're Disney. They have so okay, so good. much money. Oh, um, don't worry. But but yeah, they're bleeding, and this like thirty dollars seems to be the target point for profitability if like a lot of if 20 million people rent it or well that would be like a billion dollars but uh they're doing a combination because in countries where there isn't disney plus and theaters can be open they are going to release it theatrically there but it, it just doesn't make any sense because like in the uk theaters are pretty much back open or on their way to being fully back open but the uk is only getting it on disney plus <laughs> because Disney Plus is there. So Disney is just giving up probably 50, 60 million dollars from the UK. Doesn't make yeah. sense. Why would anyone if if movie theaters are open just go see a movie that isn't $30 and on your TV? Mhm. Hmm. <sighs> well, that's weird. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly. Um but the big topic for this week is, of course, the kissing booth, too. Brad, do you want to give us just the briefest overview of, of what the second booth one or two? the first one? Oh, do you want to do the, the first, first one really quick? Okay. Because so, I don't remember, though. <laughs> I don't remember that one either. Okay, good. I'll jump but, in if I remember anything. Okay, so Joey King is this horny kid. Um, Isn't it? She's, <laughs> okay, she's good. the lead. So oh my god, she's so annoying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, she's best friends with uh, Lee, who it seems like he's in love with her. I don't remember if that's actually a plot line in the first movie. I don't think it is. Yeah, but... I don't I don't think it even gets that close to because it's you'd assume that a romantic comedy ends with the best friends ending up being in love with each other, but that's never really even touched on. Yeah. Um, but she and Lee are the closest friends in the world, been to- together forever since their moms were friends. Um, El- Elle's mom is dead, and Lee's mom is Molly Ringwald. Um, and classic. Lee, how it is sometimes. Classic. Lee has an older brother, Noah, who's a real jock and a bro, and, I, and he has a bit of a reputation for being a player. Um, but Elle is in charge of organizing the school kissing booth at homecoming. Because we wouldn't have one of those. You know, it's safe, it's affordable, it's fun. Where kids are blindfolded and people pay to come and kiss them. Um, so she's tasked oh. with getting Noah to agree to do the kissing booth because everyone thinks he's hot. So over the course of the movie, she tries to get him to agree to be in the kissing booth. All the while, she falls in love with him. There's tension with her and Lee because of something. Uh, Lee has a girlfriend who he's awful to. Uh, In the end, 
Noah does the kissing booth. Does L do the kissing booth too? I think so. And Noah goes to Harvard <laughs> at the end, even though I think his Instagram or Twitter bio or something is like fast cars, tools. It's something that's like, Oh yeah, there was something cra- I think I wrote something down, but yeah, I keep going. It's not a Harvard guy. Um, but they wrap up the movie with there's only one month left before Noah goes to college, um, but they're going to fuck and date. Yeah. For the they're they're going to both fuck and date for a, yeah. a, mo- a couple months. So that's Kissing Booth. That's the happy ending. So that movie's an hour 50. Kissing Booth 2 is 2 hours and 12 minutes. So much mm-hmm. happens. Um, oh, wait. Should we play yes. Kissing Booth Real or Fake before... That's a good idea. Uh, we do the summary? Okay. Maggie, we have, we've written down a lot of events from the movie. Some of them are real, some are not. Um, we're going to have you guess. Okay. Okay. So, first up, Elle is accidentally broadcast over the school PA system talking about the hot new guy in school, and she uh, says she wants to bite his butt. Uh, I think that happened. That's real. Yes, that happened. Brad, do you want to read one of it yours? It happened for a long time. I think maybe do all of yours first because all of mine okay. are from the same scene. Oh, sure. Okay. Uh, Elle fights a dog and she thinks that she kicked the dog off the top of the school, but it, then it lands in the pool. No, that didn't happen. <laughs> I just thought it would be funny. Uh, That's a pitch more than anything. Elle's um, friend Lee gaslights his girlfriend rachel throughout the whole movie and is forgiven for it like five times <laughs> that happened uh yes the movie was filmed in south africa and they sh- shot kissing booths two and three back to back oh my god i'm scared um that's real it is real the movie takes um, place in los angeles but they yeah. shot it mostly in south africa and it looks like la from what i can tell yeah they do good job they do, but... But why? Elle <laughs> uh, accidentally drinks lemonade that has Marco's pee in it. Yeah. No, that's the no. only one you've gotten around That one so tricked far. me for a second, because I was like, did, did that happen? Elle's uh, boyfriend, Noah, is hanging out with a 28-year-old model the whole movie. <laughs> um, yes, that's real. It's a trick question because there, the, there is a 28-year-old model who plays Noah's best friend throughout the whole movie, and yet she looks a decade older than all of the college students she's hanging out with. I think she's supposed to be a college sophomore, and the rest of these guys are freshmen, but it looks so creepy and as though she's grooming a bunch of young men for something. And also, it's, and this doesn't come up in mind, so we can uh, spoil mm-hmm. it. it um, sh- he... He's always with her, so then Elle gets yeah. worried that he's cheating on her with this 28-year-old, and then her boyfriend brings the 28-year-old to Thanksgiving, so she's very worried about what's happening, but it turns out he just wanted her to be friends with his girlfriend. So, like, does she not have a family, or is... Right. <laughs> it, what? Yeah. It's, this, yeah. It exists in a universe in which most teens don't 
text each other that often or use social media. It's like you can do that, but it's seen as a sign of weakness, I think, to reach out to your boyfriend. At a certain point, she's about to text him, I miss you, and then she deletes it and just texts texts him out of nowhere, take care, which is what teens do. (laughs) (laughs) Even at one point, Lee texts her, hey, what's up? And that was weird to me, like out of nowhere. That's so weird. Yeah. Yeah. Elle deletes all of her text messages, too. Yes, like, it's always a blank slate. Okay, but some people do that, though. That's, yeah, weird to me. I so. was just watching a vlog where this person was like, oh, yeah, I had it, but I already deleted it. And it was, like, a really, <laughs> like, normal text. And what I was do they like, have to hide? you delete it? <laughs> Who taught you that you have to delete your text messages? <laughs> Yeah, also, and this is another thing, a lot of times the way they react to things is crazy. Like, they use, like, the fifth take of every scene. <laughs> they like, just scream about stuff. Like, it's, some of it's a little funny, but some of it's just very unnerving. It's not good. It, I don't, it, and it's so confusing because it's written and directed by Vince Martello, a man I've never heard of, but... It's just the things he, the way he writes teenage girls who are horny is just the creepiest thing imaginable. It's just like, it could be like a semi like innocent, like, oh, this is just a kid who want, who misses her boyfriend, but it comes off as so disgusting the way it's written and shot. Yeah. And it, um, it even at some points, especially on the first one, like gaslit me into thinking like, is this what teenagers act like now? But the answer is no. And they never did. And they will not. Um, okay. So I, here's my, did this happen in the kissing boat too? And this is all about the Halloween dance. I just, I apparently I could, this is not even a major scene, but there are a lot of questions about it. <laughs> Did this happen? The hallway to the Halloween dance features eight people whose job it is to hold big candelabras through holes in the wall and no one uses both their hands. Wait, what? <laughs> so they walk into the dance. It's a hallway. There's holes in the walls. So you can just see eight hands. And did this happen? Uh, holding these like huge like candle holders. And no one like so it's eight people all using like the right hands, but not both. Did that happen? <laughs> That happened. I that think. did happen, and it was <laughs> very weird. Um, at the Halloween dance, Marco sings a new Halloween song. I think that happened. It did, and they don't even talk about it. It's just like, <laughs> what? <laughs> There's no new Halloween songs. I don't remember that. This is just, it's at the very beginning, it's just what he's doing. He's singing about like wolf men's and um, <laughs> creatures from the Black Lagoon, and a lot of it doesn't rhyme because there's a lot of different monsters. Okay. Elle and Lee and Rachel were going to go as a giant s'more for Halloween, but they change costumes and don't tell Rachel, so she shows up just dressed like a marshmallow. That happened. It absolutely did happen. This is one of the examples of how Lee is a monster to his girlfriend. Um, Okay, the new costume they choose, which is described as perfect and not shown until the reveal of them wearing it, is just the Ghostbusters. (laughs) That's true. That is also true. 
Then when the marshmallow is there, no one acknowledges that a marshmallow would make sense with a Ghostbusters because they do fight a giant marshmallow. Do you think they talk about that or not? I, I think they don't talk about it, despite <laughs> me making the connection immediately and yes. thinking, oh, well, that's clever then, actually. <laughs> yes, but no, it just ends with her crying and running away. Um, in, the, in that scene, someone is dressed as Pennywise, but wearing a top hat for some reason. No. <laughs> That happened. That also happened. And finally, after dancing with Elle, Marco says, I'm just going to hop back in. And what he means is go play in the band again. So, like, they didn't figure out a set list. He just has to come and go as they want. Spoiler alert, this also happened. All of mine happened. Um, but, like, how, how they're just like, okay, do we not need a guitar slash lead singer for this one? Great. I'm going to go dance. It's Marco. so crazy. Marco's such a nothing character. He, yeah, I, there's he's truly fine. nothing there to him. He's the the person who Elle has a bit of a flirtation with while Noah's off at college, and she can't talk to him because he's on the other side of the country, and they, we just don't have any ways of doing that. They do a lot of work to get Marco to do the kissing booth again, because or to do it for the first time with the second kissing booth. But that doesn't really matter, and it just felt like they needed to have another kissing booth. And then um, Elle needs to raise $50,000 to go to a, a school in Boston to be with her boyfriend. So they train for a Dance Dance Revolution style dancing contest. It's very um, Silver Linings playbook, the storyline. Yes, or like a plot from the Brady Bunch. Um, <laughs> and then at the contest, they do so good that they kiss at the end. But then her boyfriend's there because he came back from Harvard. But then later... <laughs> At Thanksgiving, he comes into the house with a suitcase. So, like, where did he stay the night of the contest, or was the contest <laughs> on Thanksgiving? <laughs> you know, it's Thanksgiving dance hall. You, it's like we're not gonna have a, a dance hall on Thanksgiving. We got to get hungry for the food. <laughs> so that happens as well. What else? Sounds like a really bad movie. It is. So, so many things happen. It's so long. That's what I don't like about it. No. And yeah. I, I don't I don't understand. Joey King is supposedly a good actor. She has Emmy and Golden Globe nominations. Uh I've yet to see proof that she's got any good any goods. What is it? Why she's just got cast in some action thriller with Brad Pitt? Like oh. what's she what's going on? She also wears a wig in this movie and will in the next one because she shaved her head for the act. Oh, yeah. So that's something to keep an eye on for when you don't mm -hmm. watch it. There's a Holly scene when she's using her iPad attached to a keyboard on the beach. <laughs> it's psychotic. <laughs> she brought all that? What else? Oh, yeah. This is a, a girl who just assumed her dad had all four years of college planned and saved for and then it turns out he did but only if it's a public like in-state university or something uh, it doesn't make any sense they never and talk about that <laughs> they've never uh, she has a little brother but she only talks about him at the very end <laughs> and it feels like there were a bunch of scenes with him cut her college essay is about how she's so inspired by everyone. She starts with her brother, and I wrote down, wait, she has a brother, and then wait, <laughs> she has a mom. <laughs> Who's that, apparently? Yes, I keep forgetting. Um, Molly Ringwald gets maybe three minutes of screen time. Yeah. She's wasted. I met her once. She's lovely. 
That's nice. Um, sometimes it looks like things are shot on a green screen, but I don't think they are. <laughs> like the background's just very out of focus, but then they like walk in and out of it. So I think it's real, but why, why do they? There's also a lot of scenes where there's like weird graphics that don't happen during important or interesting parts and are sort of like just trying to make what's happening interesting. Like Jordan, do you remember when she's playing Pac-Man and you can see the Pac-Man from like inside the machine. So Pac-Man's mm -hmm. in front of her face. Mm -hmm. But it's just, she's just talking and playing Pac-Man. They didn't need that. They just needed... I think they assume that the people that are watching this cannot stop from being distracted, which is hard when the movie is, again, an hour, or two hours and 12 minutes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, I mean, that's sort of the way Netflix movies are, are being edited now, is, like, they're assuming that you are going to look away every two minutes generously so they're making things that are like okay big shift here so you have to pay attention you know just big sound cues and big visual shifts i think spencer confidential the mm -hmm. big mark Wahlberg movie from this year where eliza schlesinger plays his ex um, <laughs> it seems like a an awful time um i'll probably watch it eventually <laughs> yeah i mean you'll get there yeah well it's that's the whole thing you need to be in a movie theater so you don't look away mm -hmm. it's so much better we don't yeah. have memories just you have to force us to pay yes, attention make me i need to be forced yes and i need to be comfortable yes mm -hmm. i have to sprawl I have to like be in my seat with my snacks. Yes, I need Maybe to get up and knock over my popcorn and then go get more. Yeah. <laughs> There's also a. I need to be like, <laughs> no, really nervous about having to use the bathroom during. Yes, I need to get scared that when I leave and come back, I'm gonna lose where my seat is and sit next to a stranger. <laughs> I've lost my seat so many times coming back, especially for this podcast. And you just roll with it. Well, I always again. find my way back, but it takes me like a minute of scanning yeah. <laughs> and looking and trying to find you guys. And, and I've walked into the wrong row first. <laughs> and you're worried that you look dumb looking around and it, you do is the twist is that, you know, whatever you're like this and you're like, oh, no, I do look stupid. It's true. I don't worry about that anymore. At this point, I'm just like, I'm going to get it wrong once or twice. Yeah, but eventually I'll find That's my good. way back. <laughs> Just lean into it. Dean um, has right blindness, so he actually can't oh. be inside of movie theaters. <laughs> oh, no. And so yeah. he he does panic uh, if we're not on the aisle. Yeah, sure. He, he'll never be able to find his way back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, <laughs> I'm glad you enjoy that. <laughs> he always gets so mad at me because I just forget. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I see here. You're kind of a part of the problem. <laughs> uh, so do you have to like help him like get out? If, yeah. If he needs I to. mean, I have to help him kind of no matter what. Like the minute we're in the theater, like he grabs mm -hmm. my shoulder and I have to like guide him around, and I have to like hold all the snacks and such. <laughs> that is tough. And like during the movie, I have to like because he can only he has like tunnel vision at mm -hmm. night. So he can only see what's right in front of him. So if, you know, you want to like share a snack or something, you like can't just like hand it. You have to be like, hey, <laughs> you want to like, do a whole thing. You could feed him. 
Yeah. No, I don't think he'd like it. No, I, I love when a snack I didn't ask for is shoved into my mouth. He also, like, when he eats greasy things, like a buttered popcorn, he doesn't like to be touched or something. Like, his skin gets tingly. Mm -hmm. So if I also accidentally forget that and touch him, it's a whole other thing. <laughs> <laughs> so could he, like basically not go to movies like alone at night or, or I guess ever? I mean I think it would be really stressful I don't yeah. think it would be like a relaxing activity sure yeah, yeah. yeah. makes sense that's tough <laughs> <laughs> oh well <laughs> <sighs> well what's everyone watching lately Hmm. Oh, I watched Dating on the Spectrum. Oh, oh how is that? It was really, really good. I kind of want to watch it again. And then I went right into Indian matchmaking, which mm. is also pretty good. Have you watched Dating Around? No. Oh, <laughs> it rocks. It's just a, a blind date show where they're in a different city and each episode is just like one person goes on five blind dates and they pick one of them to go on a second date with. Oh, it's end. like beautifully shot. Oh yeah, it's like the least invasive seeming. It's like all like verite documentary style. Yeah, oh, it, that's cool. It shouldn't be, but it is. But it, yeah, it's it's something. Yeah. Neat. Um, I watched. I think since we last spoke, yeah, I watched all of Dark on Netflix. Wow. You heard of that? All three seasons. Yeah. It's that German sci-fi show that's like really <laughs> good, but so complicated and hard to pay attention to. But I found out, Kevin told me that there's a website that tells you like exactly what's happening every episode. And then you update what episode <laughs> you're on and it tells you again. Um, and it like was at first very scary to watch. But then after Kevin told me about it, I had a dream that I was watching it. So I did. And it is like just amazing. I'm not saying you should watch it. I don't think you will. But <laughs> it is just like objectively kind of like flawless. It's just interesting because they knew all of it before they did it, I think. They would just literally have to for how it is. So like it's it's incredible to, to be in such sure hands. Is it as fun as that British mystery show I had you watch? <laughs> it's... It's in some ways similar, I think, to the like vibe of it, but it's it's not it's a little slower, but then it does gradually get crazier because, you know, people are their own parents, that sort of thing. I'll watch it. <laughs> it's it look, as long as you pay close attention to this uh summary on Netflix, it's very helpful. <laughs> and it's also made by a married couple, I just found out, or like people that are partners or whatever. So they had to like figure out the most complicated thing ever together and like not get a divorce. That's amazing. <laughs> How many episodes is it? It's like I think only like twenty six or something. Uh, it it got to a point where just the only way out for me was through, so I had to finish it so I could stop watching it. And it was great. I really enjoyed it. And now I don't want to watch anything like it for a long time. I want to watch something sure. stupid like The Floor Is Lava. Uh, I've been watching, you know, uh, so many movies, so I won't <laughs> <laughs> say all of them. Um, but there's this new Screen Life movie out, Brad. Mm -hmm. That's uh, 
Um, but Go it's like on. a 54-minute-long horror movie oh. about these friends who get on a Zoom and have a digital seance and oh. one of them doesn't take it seriously and oh, things no. go wrong it's so good because it's like i love the unfriended movies but they would be so much better if they were 54 minutes long yeah because this sense. is just so tight yeah um, no yeah. having written one of those i agree <laughs> <laughs> uh i also rewatched insidious you guys watch mm, insidious it's no, the scariest movie of all time yeah no thanks <laughs> Scariest PG-13 movie ever. What's the plot? Uh, it's Rose Byrne and Patrick Wilson moved houses because they thought their house was haunted, but then shit keeps happening to them. Is it turns this out one? Oh, no. their son's in a coma, and they have to go into, they have to, like, astral project to save him. Oh, no, I haven't seen that one. What did you think? I think I was thinking of The Conjuring. Which I mean, same director and same dang. team. So. I didn't like The Conjuring. I thought it was stupid. The Conjuring is... I didn't find scary at all. I like The Conjuring, but Insidious is uh, bone-chilling. Where it's, is it? Is it on Netflix? Yeah. I mean, it's a lot of jump scares and just, like, things that look a little creepy. But, yeah, it's terrifying. Shit! I'm still sleeping with the lights on. <laughs> Last night, I bravely unplugged one of my Christmas lights, but this one behind me is always on. Maybe okay. I just need to watch a bunch of horror movies so that you have so many different things in your head that you're not scared of any one particular thing. Yeah, I, I just need to get Candyman out of my system. So <laughs> Yeah, fill your I'll life with terror videos. and that'll help. <laughs> Fun terror, Brad. Of course, Fun. no, I agree. Uh, anything anyone wants to plug? I have something. Awesome. There's a new episode of Barger Buffet, the Cruise Detective that Maggie's in. What? <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. Came out yesterday. Whoa. I saw that in my Stitcher feed. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, look. It's all happening. Uh, I yeah, it was, it? You are. Remember we recorded it in like April remotely? Uh-huh. <laughs> the next one I'm in isn't out yet, right? Yes, but it's the it next one as of now, finally. Oh. Cool. Where's Barjory? <laughs> this is the first one written and recorded exclusively in quarantine, and Jordan's was the last thing recorded in person before quarantine. Wow. So it's all yeah, very exciting. That was the last time I saw Brad. We yes. Were, like, the last time you ever were. <laughs> yeah. We were more than six feet apart the whole time. True. It seemed silly, yep. and yet it's a good thing we did it. It didn't yeah. show up for me. What? Did you um, your iTunes? Refresh or? it. Yeah. yeah, I refreshed it. <laughs> What's Wait, the... is it if you lived here, you'd be Neil by it now? It is. Okay, it's here. Hooray. <laughs> the cover has a very elaborate elaborate Rube Goldberg breakfast machine that I made that does in theory work. So people can enjoy looking at how that would work. Oh yes. You know what? Let's just roll into that podcast. <laughs> just play it now and we'll trick people into listening. <sighs> Coming up next is Marjorie by the Cruise Detective. You should work in um, subtle integrated marketing into Marjorie Buffet. Like, you should yeah. have Marjorie's favorite podcast to be restaurant, <laughs> And you should, like, script out some stuff for us to talk about. That could be cool. <laughs> yeah. What if there's a murder at a movie theater and we witness That's it? That's cool. So, Brad. not only do we. <laughs> 
does Barjory and our, that universe listen to this podcast? But sometimes on this podcast, we just start playing a whole episode of Barjory. So it's, yeah, I love that. No, but did you hear my idea? I also love, yes, yeah, so that there's a murder in a, how would they die in a movie theater? I, there's a murder. Someone came through the screen. You're right. This is Killed a, someone in the audience. Whoa. So that's even more or, or like one of the concession people like put a razor in the popcorn. Yes. Put a raisin cool. in the popcorn. A razor raisin. A razorette. <laughs> a raisinette somebody razor. put curds in the raisinettes. Yeah. Yes. No one would notice since no I one love it. Those things. <laughs> Every now and then I do. Every now I don't and even then. know if that's true. I've never seen it. <laughs> You're lying. You're no, lying. I just don't I've remember. Done it. Yeah, you just don't remember. <laughs> uh, anyway, I'll talk to Rachel about it. Okay, you're going to go behind my back in case I don't approve it. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> of course. I mean, uh, no, look, we've thought about doing like crossovers with other podcasts, but I haven't thought about it being this one. <laughs> I this think one that's so make funny. The most sense if me. I haven't been converting listens doing this, I don't know what else they need. If we can't get them people listening to this to read Jordan's newsletter and listen to my other podcast, I just don't know what more there is. But like, actually, like who, who wouldn't, you know? Who wouldn't? Like, who wouldn't engage in all the content possible? That's what I'm saying. So I think we should move to some other content <laughs> and expand instead of just keep <laughs> plugging no, each other. Yes. No. no. Okay. Interesting. But Barjory's a hit. You always say no. <laughs> well, to what? <laughs> to Things that don't make sense. Not a death <laughs> death. This crossover sense. pitch is great. Look. You know I love both of these things. They are all I ever do, both of them. And I'm open to it. I'm not saying I'm not open to it. I'm saying there's just we should also explore other ways to... You don't sound open to it. This isn't well, what an open person would say. You're making like. me defensive by being very offensive. So it's I don't have much of a choice. But... I'm loving this content. Keep it going. Any <laughs> <laughs> uh, the plugs? Uh, yeah, Maggie, anything... You have to plug? Mm-mm. No. You don't no. have another thing you're trying to get people to listen to <laughs> or read? Nope. <laughs> no, I have nothing going on. You mm-hmm. have this, and you're in a new episode of Barjory. Barely. Do you remember what it is? <laughs> <laughs> it was a while ago. I don't know if you remember your no, role No, I don't in it. remember then you might be the killer even. Who's to say? Don't spoil it. I won't. That's why I said maybe. <laughs> I won't spoil it for you who's in it. <laughs> You're very good in it, I will say. There's a part that I won't spoil where you just react to something and you don't even do a joke and it's so funny. So look, keep your ears open for that. Well, thank you, Brad. You're I welcome. I'm <laughs> just saying. <laughs> Uh, I want to plug in an upcoming episode of Barjuri Buffet, The Cruise Detective, yep. in which the three of us appear as ourselves. <laughs> in yeah, a yeah, yeah. Thinly built guys to promote this podcast. Uh, but it's really funny. I think Brad and Rachel came up with a really funny way to work work those ideas it's, in. It really, yeah, it's very subtle. 
the whole thing with comedy is you say yes and when you hear an idea you say yes <laughs> and then you add to it you don't yeah. say no <laughs> I, I said yeah we'll see is that not comedy that is not yes and that is I'm just yes just kidding no <laughs> Mm-hmm. Look, someone needs to go back to improv class. <laughs> People have been telling me that for years. <laughs> what a crazy thing to tell someone. <laughs> <laughs> I know what will saying. Watch your back. Oh, that's more a threat. <laughs> I don't know if that's what you were saying. Your ass. <laughs> <laughs> well, I hire someone to, to kick again. your ass. If you don't go to improv class again, we're going to beat your ass. <laughs> if I ever see you again, Brad, you're done. <laughs> now I hope that quarantine doesn't end anytime soon, because it will end in my death by Maggie. <laughs> well, this is a, a silly place to wrap up as any. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, anyone got anything else? No? All right. We'll see you guys next week. (laughs) Bye. (laughs) Goodbye.